president and fueled his greatness. Can depression fuel greatness? Are health and illness irreconcilable differences or two sides of the same coin? We'll talk about this and other subjects with Joshua Wolfshank, author of Lincoln's Melancholy, when we return on Civil War Talk Radio. Have you let your website go stale? Wish you didn't have to wait for your web developer to return your call when you want to update content? You don't have to. Now you can easily and instantly manage your own website content using affordable Avalar technology. Avalar is a website development and hosting company that provides turnkey internet solutions for companies like yours that need to stay focused on core business. Avalar gives you the power to control your website and make updates and additions in real time without having to learn HTML or other complicated programming tools. Websites powered by Avalar feature capabilities that attract more customers and enhance relationships with existing customers. Avalar offers a multitude of leading-edge solutions, including lead generation and referral tracking, shopping carts and payment processing, membership management, and search engine optimization, to name a few. Take advantage of the full power of the Internet using Avalar technology at www.avalar.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R.com. Vitality is a natural expression of health, success, and fulfillment. And yet it's rare to meet people bubbling with vitality. That's because most of us push ourselves too hard. And when we trigger the internal alarms that tell us to change our diets, attitudes, or activities, we ignore them. Allowing outside pressures to override our internal alarms undermines our health, sabotages our success, and limits our potential. If you're ready to reclaim your natural vitality, to begin living a life you love, visit thevitalyou.com. You're listening to World Talk Radio, where the world comes to talk. To reach a show host or guest during the live show, dial toll-free in North America, 866-613-1612. Or, if outside the USA and Canada, dial 001-858-268-3068. Welcome back to Civil War Talk Radio. I'm Jerry Prokopovich, talking with Joshua Wolfshank, author of Lincoln's Melancholy, How Depression Challenged a President and Fueled His Greatness. Uh, Josh, before we go any further, a quick point I wanted to raise. You mentioned at the beginning of our, our talk today that you had been interested in history uh, when you were in college. I believe uh, you went to Harvard University? I did. I, I mention that because one of the compensations I get for doing this show is a chance to remind listeners at every opportunity that I have a Harvard degree, too. And so I'm going to do that right now. Yes, it's true. Um, and having done so, we can move on. Uh, although, actually, there is a Harvard connection here. You mentioned in your book you talked to David Herbert Donald uh, right. when I got started on this project, and, and he was of some assistance to you, I think. He, that was, you know, he, he, he had published his... his um um, his study Lincoln in 1994, I think, and you when you when I went to the bookstore in 1998, of course there 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 it is. So that's the first. Um, that was my introduction to the topic, and I I wrote him an email and told, explained my interest, and he um, wrote back with a couple of of, of references, and and um, he and I have never been in close contact, but it was certainly. You know, for for a young journalist to to write the acknowledged 
uh, leader in a, in a, a scholarly field and to, to, to get even a bit of encouragement, um, it was a, you know, I was, I was, I was very helpful. I, I think very highly of Dr. Donald. He was my, my mentor there, and I uh, think that one of his, his traits is the ability to do that, to reach out. When were you at Harvard, by the way, if I could ask? Um, I graduated in 1993. So uh, that's, I left there. I finished my doctorate that year. Uh, I'm trying to think if, if it's conceivable you were in any history classes that I taught. I may have been. I, I was studying mostly modern history at that time, modern American not a great place to not a great time to do that at Harvard. No. That was my main interest there and and in retrospect I really regret not having developed this interest in the 19th century before because both on the history side and the and the and the literary side there 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 was a, there were a lot of great um scholars um but it it took this story to really uh awaken me to the to the Fascinating uh, period that is the early and mid nineteenth century. Uh, well, I, I would love to pursue further, we'll, but we'll do it uh, sometime privately uh, uh, over who we might have known at the, at the time uh, in Cambridge in those days. Uh, but let me ask you. Let's get back to this this topic of Lincoln uh, Lincoln's depression. There's a book called Lincoln's DNA by Philip R. Riley uh, that looks at an, actually a number of other genetic questions in history, but it has a chapter on Lincoln. And there was a quote in it where he, he, he says he finds Lincoln admirable for, uh, the quote was, uh, saving the Union while fighting off a thick gray fog of biochemical depression. Mm-hmm. And when I read that, I, I remember thinking, I don't see Lincoln that way. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I can understand, I, I just don't think... I mean that Lincoln was was to, to me that seemed uh, a stretch. Hmm. And your approach certainly does not argue that he was enveloped in a thick gray fog of biochemical depression. Uh, that that depression was solely a negative that had to be overcome, but that this melancholy temperament was had its advantages as well as disadvantages. Is that fair to say? Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, it's. I think you know we who we are um, when we really look closely at our lives, our our debilities, our weaknesses, and our vulnerabilities, and our strengths, and 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 our potential. They're very often part of the same whole, and uh, that's what I found about Lincoln. That um, you know that that he is a whole complex fellow with. Um, who's you know prone propensity to to look um, with with great intensity at at the suffering in his life and around him was one aspect of of, of what made him a great leader for a particular time. I mean, he was he was extremely well suited for the particular challenge that confronted him um, in the in the Civil War um, and you know facing the issues of slavery. Um, I, you know, the one of the challenges of writing about Lincoln is, is, is with any complex paradoxical figure, you have to, to, to reduce. You know, you can't really talk in, in, in paradox. You can't tell a story in paradox. You can only 
show different aspects and sort of continue to move around a figure and try and gain a sense of their whole. So, you know, how depression challenges the president and fuels his greatness, this gives some indication of of these two sides, that, that this depression was a challenge or even a plague, that it, that it was also an aspect that fueled this, uh, this, this work that he did. Um, I don't really primarily look at it in my own imagination from either point of view. I, 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 I think of it as a story of a young man who had um, great potential and also uh, great potential for leadership and also great capacity for suffering, um, who learned how to live, you know, who expressed that suffering, first of all, who, who and asked for help for it, who then learned how to live with it and tolerate it, and who um, faced with opportunities for, for great leadership, drew on everything he had, um, drew on his, 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 the insight from his, his suffering, drew on the strengths and, and skills that he had gotten from learning to live with suffering, and and many other capacities that that are not related to this, to his suffering, he 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 became very whole by by doing everything he could to and drawing on all 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 of his qualities. Um, so there's a you know there's a a very satisfying story that that is I think that the heart of 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 you know of Lincoln to me. Uh, Am I getting at your question at all? Oh, absolutely. I, I'm one of the, of the things that strikes me about Lincoln is his high degree of, of what some people today call emotional intelligence, his ability to sense what others are feeling or thinking or what's motivating them, and to use that uh, sometimes to manipulate them, sometimes to uh, uh, to help them. You quote in your book. Lincoln's letter to, to Fanny McCulloch, the young girl whose father was killed in the war, and how and, and she suffers uh, great torment because of that. And he writes to her a, to me, just heartbreakingly beautiful letter, uh, consoling her for the loss of her father. And that seems to me something that he could not have possibly written had he not had a, a, a substantial measure of suffering in his own life and, and learned how to deal with it. I, I love that letter too, and I, I agree with you. It's it, he begins by identifying with her suffering, and he says, "I, I hear that you're having an, a harder time than most people in this circumstance, beyond what is ordinary in these cases." And and the case is that the young woman whose father's just died. So you start off; it's already be awful for anybody, and, and yet Lincoln recognized that for her it was even worse. And and he and he says, you know. I know it must seem that you you'll never feel better. That's that's what it's like in these in these depressions. That you know, a big part of it is is not just the bad feeling, but the feeling that that bad feeling will never go away. And he said, "It's you know, let me assure you from my own experience that that's not the case." I'm paraphrasing here, of course. Mm-hmm. That that's not the case. That you will be better. And and just knowing that, having some hope that this is not permanent, will help you. Um, by itself, and then at the end, he said, "You know, this feeling this, the, the, that you have for your father, um, 
uh, will be this will be a sad, sweet feeling of, of a sort that's pure and holier than anything you've you felt before, and that is an astonishing phrase um, that one who is distressed and to the point of of real depression, because Fanny McCullough was. I tell her story in the book. It, it, she was she was in real trouble um, when he wrote that letter. Um, that she would one day regard the same experience that she was so suffering from um, with with gratitude for its purity and holiness. Um, that 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 to me goes to the heart of this journey that that my book is trying to capture. That 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 Lincoln um, really went through the ringer and he learned how to, to live with it in a, in a day-to-day uh, way and that, and that in the end it became part of a, a deep um, vision of the world um, that he appreciated. I mean, this is the... Lincoln also loved the, the sermon that, that Reverend Gurley, Phineas Gurley, delivered after the death of his son, and he liked it so much he asked for a copy of it. And in that, the whole point of that sermon is, or that, 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 that those remarks at that service was that um, we, we must learn to appreciate our, our affliction, and that if we, can, if we can fully appreciate our affliction, we will come to see uh, on, bended, on a bended knee that it... it we will come to be grateful for it, and this this is a a, a real cha- a real challenge to to um, certainly the way that I ordinarily think about misfortune. I mean, I I just got some bad news yesterday that I didn't get a job I wanted, and I'm just thinking about how you know I, you know I'm not good enough, and all these things that I don't get as a result. But this perspective that Lincoln and his pastor were both articulating is that it's part of something bigger, and you really don't know. So um, live with it, appreciate it, take care of yourself in the in the in the in the meantime. Um, but it's it's a lot bigger world than 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 you, than you might think in the midst of it. Um, and I, I I find that these lessons, while I I'm not able to live them uh, fully. They do constantly come back to me. Um, the, the things that Lincoln said and did. I'm, I'm sure this is the case for you too, Jerry. It's one of the one of the things that people who study Lincoln have in common. They, it, I think, it informs our lives. And I mean, the, the next thing that <laughs> place it came relevant is that I had a chance to write a letter to the guy who informed me that I hadn't gotten a job, and I thought of Lincoln's letter to the young man who. I've been turned down from Harvard, and I, you know, Lincoln said, look, the most important thing here is how can you improve? (laughs) Um, Find out what you can about why you were turned down. This is important, and you will, you you can grow from this. Um, Another another letter that shows his identification with with difficulty, Um, I mean, here's a man who's, who's nominated to be uh, uh, you know, he's in the race to be pr- pr- president of the United States, and he and he's writing this young man that that, that, that he he scarcely felt anything any greater pain than hearing that this young man hadn't gotten into Harvard. 
well, that's pretty intense that he <laughs> that he identified him with as such. But I think that's the kind of guy Lincoln was, that he did feel these things deeply and that it was important to him. You know, that letter demonstrates this profound discipline and, and uh, it's quite the opposite of a, of a breakdown. Um, it, it is. I, to our great misfortune, we're reaching the end of our hour here. But I want to uh, assure, first of all, every listener, you will be very happy uh, to have read Lincoln's Melancholy. Uh, it, this is a, one of the more worthwhile books of the thousands that come out on Lincoln uh, over you know, continuously. Uh, Josh, I think you found a, a new angle on Lincoln and taken a new look at, at already known facts and then applied some new insights to them. Uh, I found it an extremely uh, fascinating book, uh, very much worthwhile. I would urge all our listeners to get yourself a copy and see this new angle on Lincoln's personality and, and where it goes. Uh, Josh, I hope we get a chance to talk more about this uh, in the near future. I'm sorry about the job, uh, but as you say, uh, and as Lincoln would say, some something good will come of it, uh, not not in a maudlin... Uh, Absolutely. Life goes on, and I'm... I'm uh, I've, I've, you know, I've felt the depths of it, and, and, and I'm now looking into the looking into the potential of the future. Well, well good. Well, you're, Thank you you're, very much uh, for, for, for this lovely conversation. Well, it, it has been a pleasure, and uh, uh, again, I hope we get a chance to do it soon. Uh, but unfortunately, we are at the end of our time. So, uh, Josh, thank you, uh, and we'll be in touch. I, we Very good. Need to talk I look forward to it. All right. And uh, to all listeners, thank you for listening today to Civil War Talk Radio. Mm-hmm.